welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. So let me ask a question. What skill are you most likely to need in the decades to come in your life? What's, what's one skill that you are most likely to need, or at least one of the skills you're likely to need? in the coming years. I mean, we could list a bunch of things, couldn't we? We probably could list uh, language skills. Maybe many of us wish we could speak Spanish, given uh, the rise of Hispanics in America. Uh, Maybe we wish we had better technological skills. Uh, Maybe we wish we had better mathematical skills. Or, you know, there are all kinds of things we might list. But I want to suggest that there is a skill which used to be highly prized, particularly in American society, that is coming back around as an absolutely critical need. In fact, most of you listening are already perfecting this skill in your life and have learned it and are sharpening it all the time, and you may not even know it. And it's the skill of self-education. Now, that sounds odd, doesn't it? But, you know, for many, many years, we assumed that what people needed to know they would get in school. Uh, that was that's certainly been the case since the rise of the public schools. It's certainly been the case in the last century, where education in America, anyway, was just exploding. You know, not just with the baby boom, but uh, but with the, just the proliferation of universities and schools and colleges and and so on. Uh, and even now, with many of the online schools and so on, there's just been an assumption that what we need to know we get in the classroom, but. I want to suggest, as looking at this more as a historian, uh, looking this at this as an analyzer of trends, that one of the skills that is going to be absolutely essential, in fact, I think we're going to hire people based on it. I think people are going to be evaluated for school based on it. I think that much success is going to be determined by it. In fact, if I have my way, I'll, uh, I'll end up writing a book on this, which I'm very eager to do. And it, this, there'll be classes taught on it, uh, using my book, of course, uh, just teasing, uh, in, in the schools. Because I'm convinced that self-education is going to be critical to success in the future. Let me, get, let me just sort of set up what I'm talking about here. Um, right now, in the world, uh, there is a doubling of knowledge every five years. Five years ago, there was half the amount of knowledge information, data, scientific discovery, technological terminology, whatever you want to talk about, than there is now. Every five years, the amount of knowledge to be known in the world doubles. And uh, technicians argue about this next stat, but somewhere between every 24 to 36 months, there's a technological revolution in America. I mean, think about the fact that just, uh, what, two years ago we didn't have iPads? Uh, was it four years ago we didn't have iPhones? Um, so so that's, that's the pace of change. Now, by comparison, let me remind you of something I think I've said in another podcast, that in the Middle Ages, the average man only had to know as much information in his entire life as exists or as appears in one Sunday edition of the New York Times now. Just one. That's all the man living in the Middle Ages had to know in his entire life because there wasn't that much knowledge overall. And, you know, most men weren't scholars, so they weren't studying information from other countries and other cultures. Now, what's my point? I believe that in the future, yes, we'll go to college. uh, Yes, we'll do technical schools. Yes, we'll do high schools and so on. 
But, but the skill that will determine success will be that we're able to keep up and study and learn on our own. Not only because schools could not possibly teach everything we need to know, but because the pace of change will be so dramatic. And so the, the art of the future, the defining art of the future, is that you become a lifelong learner. And you become a person given to, and this is the fancy word for this, autodidacticism. You give, you give yourself to self-education, auto, self-didacte, uh, meaning to teach. So you teach yourself. Now, now, this is not anything new in history. Uh, many, many, many people throughout history have been self-educated. In fact, let's just limit ourselves to American history for just a moment. I mean, some of our greatest people were, were, were self-educated. Uh, Thomas Jefferson had very little formal schooling, taught himself six languages, uh, read voraciously, did scientific experiments, took notes on botany. Uh, when he built Monticello, he actually had a little a little room, a little, a little hut, a beautiful little, it's more than a hut, uh, a little like brick gazebo off on the side of his property on a hill where he would just read. Uh, he was a brilliant man, almost completely self-educated. Same thing with George Washington, not the same degree of intellect, but read George Washington's journals and you'll see an educated man. Benjamin Franklin, almost 100% self-educated and recognized the need for self-education so much that he formed a group of young rising uh, merchants in Philadelphia called the Junto, J-U-N-T-O, and, uh, and they would present papers to each other and teach each other about new topics because they realized that knowledge was the key to advancement, but they didn't have the access to formal education. I could go on and on. Um, Abraham Lincoln, one of my heroes, of course, who, about whom I'm writing a book now, uh, unbelievably self-educated. The heights that he achieved, amazing. And by the way, he not only uh, taught himself law, he taught himself to read, which to me is still an astonishing feat. Um, we could, we could just, I could just uh, over and over and over just list hundreds of people. Edison, uh, one of my favorites of the last century, almost completely self-educated after high school, was President Truman. Many people don't know he never graduated from from college. Uh, he was a voracious reader, and people consider him one of the most learned men to ever sit in the presidency. Um, so, and we've even we even had, by the way, self-educated Supreme Court justices uh, in the last century. People who had not gone to law school but read the law, so to speak, studied it on their own under mentors, perhaps, and then passed the bar. That was legal in some states. It's, I think it still is in two. Um, and so, we've had Supreme Court justices who were self-educated. So. I think that the key in the future is going to be, uh, and, and success is going to go to those who master the art of teaching themselves, who learn what they can from schools and seminars, but, but learn technology. And let me just give you a, a quick example. Uh, in the last 12 months or so, much to the hilarity of my family, lots of joking and teaching, uh, I mean teasing, I finally switched from PC to Mac. Now, there are folks just guffawing who are listening to this because I was such a defender of PC for so many years. But finally, I switched over to Mac last summer uh, in the summer of 2010. And it has been an absolute revolution in my life. It's unbelievable. I, now I'm just a crazed Mac fan. And uh, the difference it's made in my writing life and just my enjoyment of the technology and, uh, and the ease with which I work and the safety of my, of the, you know, the, the protection of my work and so on, it, it's pretty much unbelievable. And uh, I'll probably just go ahead and drink the Kool-Aid, get an iPad, and get the baseball cap and the T-shirt and everything else. But I made that transition without ever going to a class, without ever reading a book. Now, I have good people around me. Uh, we've got you know Isaac Darnell, on, on, who works with us at Chartwell, is really good on Mac. My wife, Bev, is fantastic. Other friends I would call and ask questions. But my point is, it was all networking. 
it was all individual mentoring and it was all just my own self-education. And I switched from PC to Mac, now pretty adept Mac user, and, and will continue to do that. I doubt I'll ever take a class uh, on anything related to Mac unless there's some technical software I need to master one day. And that's just natural. I'm sure others of you have done even other things. Maybe your company switched over to a massive new software system or, or, or maybe a whole new way of doing inventory. And probably you didn't go to school. You learned it on your own. Uh, this, is what's, this is what's happening. And with the, the marvelous tools that we have today, like, like, again, the internet and our computers and podcasts and, uh, and, and uh, even things like, like the way we now can relate to our libraries with computers and reserve books and so on. It's just, a, and not to mention, of course, books being able to be downloaded onto Kindles and iPads. These, these delivery systems are going to change the world. But, but what we have to do is master the skills of self-education. And if you plan to lead, if you plan to make a difference, if you plan to be effective and, and, and successful, you'll have to be intentional about your education. And so ask yourself these questions. How am I systematically staying up on what's happening in the world? Uh, it's not enough just to watch, watch Fox or CNN. How, how am I getting, getting information about what's new? How am I getting information about what's happening in my field? Uh, are you reading journals? Are you getting uh, email blasts? Are you paying attention to, uh, to the best materials and the best blogs and so on, um, the best uh, analysis and academic stuff in your field? Um, there are wonderful apps and wonderful programs, like I've mentioned many times before, Instapaper, uh, an app I use voraciously that allows me to c- get information from every kind of journal and link and so on. The issue is not so much the exact technology. The issue is how are you doing this? I would suggest that there's, uh, there are a number of tracks all of us ought to be on. Uh, we ought to be on the track of the daily information and news and what's happening in the world. And of course, on that track, we need to be asking ourselves, do I know where these places are? Do I know who these people are who are mentioned in the news? Do I know uh, what's being discussed? Make sure that you're not just listening to news um, you know, mindlessly, but that you're, you're paying attention to see if you really know it. A survey not too long ago showed that people listen to the news and then afterwards when they're asked about it, it, pr- it turns out they, they don't know much about what was said. Um, they just sort of letting it roll through their brain. So don't do that. Then second of all, um, what I would call advancement studies, forward moving studies, uh, self-improvement studies. What, what, are you, what are you studying? What are you reading? Uh, what, what, what apps are you, I mean, what, uh, what websites are you paying attention to? What writers are you paying attention to? who take you to the next level in what you need to know, a foreign language, social skills, public speaking skills, the, tech, the, the technical issues of your career, uh, all of those kinds of things. We need to constantly be reading and staying up on the new stuff. And then I think there's another track, uh, which is just reading books and, and watching podcasts and watching docs and so on, so that we just continue to expand our understanding of the world. I mean, those three areas at a minimum are absolutely essential for all of us. And then, for example, others of us will have more technical things. I, I pay attention to trends in theology, so I track certain blogs, certain journals, certain websites, certain writers, and, uh, and have all of my technology set up to automatically track them, you know, Google alerts and things like that. So you'll figure it out. But pay attention to this skill that our forefathers, 
uh, mastered and that made them the geniuses who gave birth to this country. It's coming back around. It's going to be one of the most important things out there. The future belongs to those who can teach themselves. And those who just go to school and think they have now acquired everything they need to know, um, they will absolutely uh, fall behind. And so this skill, this, this gift, I think, and especially in this age of technology, uh, it's, it's actually good news, isn't it? Because we have at our fingertips the mechanisms of our own advancement. This Stephen Mansfield podcast was brought to you by the Mansfield Group. Find us at mansfieldgroup.com.